Welcome to Sonoma Ashram's podcast, Sunday Satsang with Babaji. With great love and respect in my heart, I welcome you to this satsang from the holy city of Varanasi. <clears throat> it's 9.30 at night here. After a long working day. Before we begin, let's take a moment to arrive, settle down, be comfortable. Wherever you are, just pull your spine straight, open your shoulders a bit, <clears throat> Close your eyes. Connect with the breath. Pay attention to the smoothness of your breath flowing in and flowing out. As your body calms down, your breath calms down, you keep going deeper and deeper in the stillness. Pause your breath for a moment. <coughs> and slowly release it. After a couple of breaths, pause it again. Bring your mind to the heartbeat. Release it again before you begin to stress out. Pause it again. Thinking about the stillness of your eyes, let your mind go to the third eye, center of the forehead. <clears throat> Your eyes are still, mind is still.
release the breath. Keep thinking about your eyes being still. Stillness of the mind begins with the stillness in the eyes. Imagine your body being absolutely calm. No tension anywhere. And slowly we open our eyes. <coughs> Thank you for taking this time. Today I was sitting in the hut downstairs and few visitors were there. Someone asked, Babaji, how do we know that moment when we receive the grace of the Divine Mother? To put it another word, how does the grace of the Divine Mother fall upon us. How do we know?
the divine grace is constantly showering upon us. How do we know? I said, whenever there is a thought in our mind about doing something towards the wellness of our body, mind, and spirit. That is the moment of the divine grace. All kinds of thoughts arise in our mind. But those moments, when the thoughts have something to do with doing something for the betterment of the self. Those are the divine moments. Those thoughts come with some power behind them. If we are alert, awake, to that moment, we can ride the wave. Sometimes we are so preoccupied with some other things and those thoughts come, but we don't pay attention to them. Those thoughts come to everybody. We all know that we have to do something for the betterment of the self. <clears throat> Sometimes those thoughts come very strongly, not out of frustration, but out of self-love. And that is possible only with divine grace. Why sometimes negative thoughts come? Thoughts of self-loathing, thoughts of self being so critical of the self. And sometimes other kind of thoughts come. The moment when we are visited by the thoughts of positive nature, that is the moment of the divine grace. What do we do with it? We have to act on those thoughts, not put them away. When we act, even take a small step in that direction. you find there is a wind behind the sail. <clears throat> and that divine grace falling upon us, divine mother's blessing falling upon us, it's not like she's out there somewhere and showering light on us. Her presence is 
within us. That presence is closer to us than we can imagine. In a way, not a single act is possible without the hand of Shakti. Shakti is another name for the Divine Mother. We require Shakti even to wake our eyes. Nothing is possible without Shakti. I'm able to speak because there is Shakti behind. I'm able to move my hands. Because of Shakti. So in a way, in every action in our life, there is hand of Shakti, hand of the Divine Mother. Are we in the remembrance of that presence of sacredness in our life? The day we are aware of that sacredness, our life becomes a divine life. In the scriptures, it is said, Aham Brahmasmi, I am Brahman. I am a divine being. But what does that mean, really? That means I'm not separate from that which we worship. If I'm a part of that, everything that I do is done. with that grace. Sometimes we are besieged with negative thoughts. Thoughts of self-criticism. In those moments we should know that the Divine Mother has just distanced distance herself from us. We moved a little bit away from the Divinity. Are we able to stay in that kind of remembrance? This is something we have to pay attention to. When the thoughts of negative nature take over, what do we do? That is the time to stop, take a step back, take a deep breath.
if we're not practicing this stopping, taking a step back, taking a deep breath, we keep flowing in that direction. The negative thought has come in and we begin to ride the chariot and get very far away. This is why the practice, simple practice that I keep mentioning that we have to find a way to break that. <clears throat> it will come. Everything is in this emptiness. When our mind is little unprepared, if we are not in the remembrance, any thought can enter. If the thought is of the negative nature that begins to take us our energy down, <clears throat> we do have a choice. We do have a choice. People say, what should I do when those thoughts come? First, acknowledge it that that thought is not you. It is mentioned in the scripture, Satchidanand, or true nature is Sat-chit-anand, truth, conscious and blissful. That's our pure self. Something from outside that comes is not us. It's just a guest visiting. Maybe if the guest comes, we give him a glass of water, but can't wait till this guest goes away. The choice is ours. What kind of guest to host? What kind of guest to spend more time with? And what kind of guest to see off as soon as possible? <clears throat> the grace of the Divine Mother is constantly showering upon us, provided we are prepared to receive that grace. In order to receive that grace, we do our meditation, do our practices, do our daily routine. All those things are helpful. Every drop fills the bucket. Every drop fills the bucket. That's why in the morning when we get up, we start with something positive. We start with our remembering our mantra, taking those three deep breaths, start checking with our nostrils, which breath is flowing, putting that foot on the ground, drinking some water. We get a get on with our routine. <clears throat> if we do not have a routine that's already built in, then our mind is, we are just going with whatever I feel like or whatever I don't feel like. We are ruled by that mind. 
This is why having a very set daily routine is so helpful that prepares us to receive that grace. Doing certain things that makes, make us feel good about ourselves opens up us, opens up, opens us up to receive more. Those little things may look very small. Today, I don't feel like meditating. I have heard people say, Babaji, there are some days I just don't feel like meditating. Well, you have the time. Why don't you feel like meditating? Because that undisciplined mind has taken over. If we give importance to what I feel like every time in our life, it becomes very difficult to bring any kind of discipline to that mind. I remember first time when someone told me <clears throat> we had to do something very simple. I was talking to somebody uh, in my early days. I was in Berkeley in those days. And a friend of mine came and said, well, I don't feel like getting up in the morning. Although we had our class at 6.30 in the morning. And he wouldn't show up. So I asked him. He said, well, I don't feel like getting up in the morning. And that was such a new thing for me. What do you mean you don't feel like if you have to be in the class, you be in the class. That was my first introduction to our life being led by what I feel like instead of what I have to do. That's the very first step of, the, of yoga. Yoga, disciplining the mind to accomplish whatever we need to do. And it's not a punishment to discipline that mind. A yogi, a sadhak, a seeker can take that moment when you don't feel like the thought comes in instead of just identifying with it and running with it. Separate yourself from that. This is not me. This is just a suggestion of the mind. Now what am I going to do with it? I don't feel like this thought has come in and there is some energy behind it also. Once you stop, separate yourself from it, take a nice deep breath, bring that energy from the navel towards your heart, let it expand. You will feel after three or four breaths, your mind has shifted. It doesn't take that much to shift the mind. 
if we have not done that, then it takes over and then we have to serve that. So for a seeker, for a yogi, for a practitioner, it's very important to learn how to separate yourself from the suggestion of the undisciplined mind. And use that energy, that energy that has come to take us in a whole different direction. You can direct the flow of that energy. And that's a yogic practice. Baba always used to say, yogi learns to direct the flow of energy. Our body is a beautiful machine, perfect machine. Energy is constantly bubbling. And sometimes there is a buildup of energy within us too. When you are doing some yogic practices, you are doing some austerity, you are doing some mindful um, work, you build up some energy. Now, once you are out, done, we have done that practice and you have built up some energy, that's a very critical moment. Sometimes people just let it all out. Because the very nature of the energy is to flow. It will flow. Usually things flow downwards. It will encourage us, inspire us to do things that dissipate that buildup of energy. But a yogi learns how to take that energy and make it move upwards. Kundalini rising. That energy from the navel with right mindset and right practice, we can make it. That's why I keep giving you this simple little practice. Bring your attention to the navel and let the breath rise from there towards the heart. That is the channel for that energy to rise and flow towards the heart. So practice is very simple. It's not mysterious and it's not difficult, but it's about practice, practice, practice. Whenever you feel yourself in an uncomfortable position, uncomfortable situation with an uncomfortable thought, instead of totally identifying with it and running with it, learn how to detach yourself from it and bring your attention to the navel and take a few deep breaths towards the heart. Nice deep breaths. Sometimes we are attacked. There is an attack of negative thoughts, negative vibrations on us from others too. 
those vibrations come. What do you do with it? We have a reaction, immediate reaction to those negative thoughts coming towards us. We react. You have also heard me say many times that a yogi, instead of reacting, responds. Responds. Those thoughts have come, those negative vibrations have come towards you. What happens in your body when you are faced with negativity? If you pay attention to your body, your eyes become stiff and your belly becomes stiff, tight. That's what they say, gut, gut feeling. You tighten your gut. Stiffness in the eyes, stiffness in the belly. If you want to learn what to do with it, that's where you need to go in those moments. Soften your eyes, soften your belly. Let the breath rise from the belly to the heart. Try it sometimes. When you are faced with it, just check your own body and you will see your eyes have become stiff and belly has become tight. So maybe just give this mantra to yourself. Am your eyes, soften your belly, take a deep breath. These are very, very basic things that I am just going over that I have mentioned before many times. <clears throat> and I keep saying this. So the more you listen to these things, maybe someday you'll find yourself practicing it. Practice, practice, practice. These are very simple little practices. We are constantly, the grace, the divine grace is constantly showering upon us. If we are always identifying with the problems and struggles and our aspirations and the worldly things, that's not life is all about. <clears throat> Separating ourselves from that all and do little self-exploration. There is tremendous amount of things to discover within us. Anyway, this talk began with how do we know that the divine grace is showering upon us The moment you have visitation of a positive thought, know that the Divine Mother is knocking on your door. Thank you all for listening. I would love to hear if you have some questions and I'm here. If you have to ask me something, you can unmute yourself and ask or say something. Also, if you would prefer, you can uh, put your question in the chat, and I'm happy to express what you want to say to Babaji, if that's more comfortable for you. 
The chat is disabled. It's entirely disabled? Yes, okay. from my end. I don't know if other people... Okay, thank you. I just fixed that, oh. I think. Now, now it's worked. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Baba. This is Mary. I don't know if you can hear me. I can hear you, Mary. How are you? I'm wonderful. I miss you. Um, we've been working on the fundraiser. I tell everybody that we should put the video that Amy made and you made of the ashram in it. Just I learned so much from that uh, understanding of what you're doing in India. And you look wonderful. You do. You just... You look like it's a good place for you to be, but I'm kind of miss you. When we all, I know I do. When we all meet again in our chat, we will all say to each other, Baba was speaking to me as if what your words that you come up with on Sunday mornings are so specific to what our lives are about. And so I thank you for that. I've learned so much from you and I love you dearly. And I pray for your work in India and I look forward to February end of it. Be well, be well, get some rest. Thank you, Mary. And it's not just my work. It's just the work. It's our work together every day, every day. I'm just blessed, feeling blessed that we are able to touch so many lives in such a small way. But I love working. I have been working on Amrit Sagar, the or land across the river, creating nice organic gardens, <clears throat> working on creating a dairy, and it's lots of fun. One thing I miss here is I don't get enough walking. The streets are a little crowded. And so, so that's um, one thing. I miss you too, Mary. Thank you. But this is nice. Look, people from all over. We can meet on one platform and one time, and it's beautiful. I see everyone, each one of you. Babaji, someone's saying, yes. so you are saying that a disciplined mind is a prerequisite to receiving the grace of the divine. Is that correct? I wouldn't say prerequisite. I would say undisciplined mind makes it a little hard. Even if you have an undisciplined mind, there are some moments of grace. Are you able to recognize it? That's the question. The grace is showering. It's just a matter of recognizing it. There are several more messages here in the chat. Uh, beautiful, inspiring talk, Babaji. Can you say more on the rising of energy and the breath? 
Does it rise during the inhale or the pause or the exhale? <clears throat> you direct the flow through the inhalation. So that's when it's rising. And when you are breathing out, you know, it, there is a constant contraction and expansion. So when you are breathing in, there is a feeling that it's rising. And when you are breathing out, it's... So have the feeling as the breath is coming in, that's where it's rising. A, a kind of related question. If I move negative energy from my belly to my heart, won't my heart be negative? Is energy just energy? Or is there alchemy we do to change the negative energy to the positive energy? Heart is the powerful place. Heart is ever pure. Heart has the ability to transform the negative into positive. So have that remembrance of your heart lotus opening as you are breathing in, it's opening. Thank you, Baba Any kind of energy brought into the heart turns into positive energy. You are saying something, Marcy? Yes, the next, the next uh, one is, good morning, Baba. As always, you explain something that is happening in my heart in the last days. And thank you for this help you give me every time I meet, as if you can read my thoughts and my heart. Okay. And then another one, when very sad thoughts or circumstances enter your life, is your allegiance to yourself first or to others who need comfort? Self first. Put on your mask before you start to put on somebody else's mask. So <clears throat> we take care of ourselves through remembrance of our true nature and whatever has come and clung on to us, try to first clean yourself from that then help the other. That's all we have right now in the chat. Well, Babaji, may I make a, have a question? This is yes, who is this? This is George, and uh, it's very nice to see you again. I've been very far afield, and it's wonderful to come back and see your face. So thank you for that gift. And in no, in no matter of disrespect, if I may ask, what you're describing to me feels like process of laughter, that feeling of the energy coming up and the smiling in your face and the exuberance and cleansing. Am I wrong or... Can you speak a little bit about laughter in relation to what you're talking about, this energy flow? Laughter. Laughter. I find that laughter is a cleansing and an energy flow. Oh, always. 
Don't let any moment go. A moment that you can laugh, laugh. A moment you can smile, smile. And when you are find yourself frowning, then stop your breath for a moment. Detach from that. But laugh, smile, satchidananda, anand, the bliss, joy, that option is always available to us. Even in grief, even in grief, even in sadness, it's a visit, you know, it's a visitor. It will affect, but again, stop for a moment. So please don't start stop from smiling and laughing. Thank you. Good to see you, George. Nice to see you too. It's lovely. Babaji, um, Connie wanted to express uh, thank you for your wisdom. Wanted to let you know that tomorrow, December 5th, is Nan's birthday. I will release into the ocean the last restraint that you gave her. Thank you. Connie, my blessings to you. Nan is very much present in my heart. <clears throat> I will set a lamp afloat for her tomorrow in the Ganga. Thank you for reminding me. And another, uh, thank you, Babaji. I've been struggling with negative thoughts and being reactive to those closest to me and have forgotten about how Divine Mother is always with us. Thank you for the reminder about the importance of practice. Remember, the negative thoughts are just cling-ons. Just shake them up, shake them off. It's not yours. Marcy, where are you? Uh, I'm I'm in Santa Barbara. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going back to the. When are you returning back to the ashram? Next weekend. Okay. Yeah, we'll be there. Mindy, how are you? I'm well, Babaji. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Thinking about you and what you're doing every day. Oh, so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. And it's really... Um, the amount of work we got done just in a few days, like three, four days, um, it was, it's astonishing. Had two big, you'll know how, how I like, like those big toys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had two big tractors and two little tractors and 50 guys working for a couple of days. It was fun. Sending everybody my love. Project Shakti women are very much alive as usual. They come and sit in front of the kitchen door and prepare meals. And then we take those meals and feed it to the poor. I see the pictures. Mm -hmm. The winter is coming. And I look at those people 
living in the street under tarps and how harsh their life is and how blessed we are. How blessed we are. And we forget that. The Divine Mother has filled our bag with her blessings and sometimes we forget that and get caught over small things and become sad and unhappy and angry. So it's good to stop sometimes and just be thankful. Be thankful. <clears throat> it's so good to see you all and I can, I'm just scanning going face by face and sending my love and blessings to you and see you next Sunday.